If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got lawsuits, we've got sponsorships, and we even got news on a new streaming service. It's going to be a good one. I'm Jack Farmer being joined by Raj Geary. It's Wrestling Inc.'s News and Notes show. Raj, how are you? Good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Rocking this new nameplate. Are we debuting these? Were these on the other episodes? That's the first one. We're fancy. Fancy today. Not, we don't just call it news and notes for a reason. You want the new yeah. stuff, you come to the Thursday episode. That's when the That's good right. stuff comes out. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Th- <laughs> this is like the, the Dynamite rebranding earlier this year. Yes, the exact same <laughs> level of, uh, of uh, newness is this these nameplates here. Uh, I, lots of fun stuff to chat about here today. I didn't think we were going to have a lot to talk about, but we started started really putting some ideas out there. There was actually a lot of good stuff. I want to thank everyone who's already joined us in the chat, whether it be Elizabeth or Jeremy or Sherrod or Veggie Gamer. Good to see you. Brian Reyes, Samantha. Thank you guys for being here. But this is a new ep- a new show. This is something that I, this is our third week, I believe. So Raj, it's super important that they go and they leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, right? Absolutely. It's more important than ever. So we, it keeps us going. You know, I no longer own the website. Static Media owns it. So it lets them know that people are paying attention and they enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, please keep those reviews and those likes coming. And, and on YouTube, you know, like and subscribe. It really, I know it can be annoying, but it does mean a lot. And it definitely, uh, you know, helps helps us out with, with the bosses and, and them wanting to keep this going. So definitely help us out. Yeah, it's if you're not the boss, what am I being nice to you for anymore? I don't know. I I, I keep acting like it. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh new new overlords here. We gotta impress them. So even if you've hit the like button before, do it again. Even if you only watch us on YouTube, just hop on over on Apple Podcasts real quick and leave a five star review there. Those things they go for miles. They're really important. So, um, yeah, some 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 big stuff in the news. I say we we get into the first news item. It's not a fun one, Raj. It's a sad one. Uh, Lanny Poffo passed away. Um, 
known during his time in the World Wrestling Federation as Leaping Lanny uh, and the genius. He died at age 68. The news was broken by Hacksaw Jim Duggan on his Instagram page this afternoon. The cause of death is unknown at the time of this uh, reporting. You can read the whole article on Wrestling Inc. Um, Raj, just sad, sad news to hear when someone passes away. Uh, of course. And and Lenny Poffo, he's one of those guys that... Um you know, kind of a really memorable figure from the late 80s, early 90s, when he was the genius as a really memorable character that he had. But it's kind of forgotten about in a lot of ways. I think when people think of that era, they forget about him. But uh, he was a pretty, uh, he's a pretty famous character during that time. He even beat Hulk Hogan on an episode of Saturday Night's main event by Countout. Uh, it mm -hmm. kind of kicked off the Hulk Hogan and Mr. Perfect uh, feud. Uh, the genius was managing Mr. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, I mean, before that, you know, in, in the earlier days was Raising Hell and uh, with Randy Savage and, you know, starting trouble with Jerry Lawler, uh, you know, in ICW as an ICW was an outlaw promotion mm -hmm. and they were trying to get, you know, Jerry Lawler's attention. Raised Hell ev eventually led to Savage, you know, going into Memphis and, and having some matches with Lawler. Uh, one thing with Poffo and I've in, interviewed him, uh, you know, for the site before. Um, Lanny, he's just one of those really humble, really nice guys. I, I remember we, you know, I had scheduled like 20 minutes for the interview. We went over an hour and he just loved his brother so much. And uh, and that was something we just saw over the years with, with both Randy and, and Lanny. You know, wherever Randy went, he wanted Lanny to go. He, when he Randy joined WCW you know, he wanted Lanny to be a, you know, he wanted Lanny to come in and basically gave up part of his salary to pay for Lanny's salary so he could come in. And the, one of the interviews I did with Lanny, it was uh, right after Randy Savage's Hall of Fame induction was announced. And Lanny just wanted to talk about Randy the whole time. I kept trying to like <laughs> talk about his career. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, and he just kept pivoting to Randy. He just loved him so much, cared about him so much. And just a really good, nice, eccentric guy. He's just such a fun listen. If you ever get to listen to his interviews and stuff, he was just so fun. So uh, really going to miss him. Uh, such a cool character. And I'm uh, really going really gonna to miss him. Oh, a shout out to Randy Savage. I mean, we talked about trying to help out our friends and family. He literally cut from his own uh, paycheck to, to help out his brother there. Uh, yeah. We got some some chats here. Brian Reyes saying, uh, rest in peace. Uh, you're re reunited with your parents and your older brother, Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, there, absolutely. Uh, we also got Jeremy Crockett saying, rest in peace. Uh, and I, for one, had no idea that he was related to the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that in the, probably until like 88. Like, because... For a while, he was leaping Lanny Poffo in WWF, and he would throw out the frisbees to the crowd. And uh, when I found out they were brothers, it just, I was like, oh, my God, that makes total sense. They look a lot alike. When Lanny, especially when he had that beard, they look so much alike. All, all Lanny needed to do was, you know, make his hair a little frizzy and, you know, put on <laughs> the sunglasses. And, it, you know, they, they were almost, uh, they looked a lot alike. So, yeah. They could have done a uh, Bella Twins bit with the twin magic <laughs> where they were switching spots. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe later on when Savage had the full, you know, head to toe gear, but not uh, not in the 80s. 
they could have they could have almost been as big as Ezekiel and Elias, but uh, <laughs> but we got more love for him. Veggie Gamer saying, "I was just about to say one of the few people who beat Hulk Hogan or beat Hogan during the Hulkamania era." Veggie uh, Gamer, um, can you think of did it, who was the first to beat Hogan on Saturday Night's main event? I I'm almost thinking he was the first. I can't remember anyone else beating him. Um, and granted, it was count out, you know, count outs and DQs back then. Um, we're not, you know, I mean, even now they're not real losses, but it was still beating Hulk Hogan on, you know, in front of 10, you know, over 10 million people on Saturday night's main event. So I can't remember if anyone else was able to do that before. I think there might be one that beat him by count out and it led to a return match. I know King Kong Bundy, King Kong Bundy did now that I think Mm -hmm. about it anyway. Um, no, I mean, very few, very few for sure during that time, but, uh, Jennifer Thompson with well wishes. Uh, Lanny and Randy Savage are up in heaven wrestling. Uh, the tornado, Anthony Y, friend of the show. Another loss in the wrestling world. Absolutely. Uh, we also got uh, good fella at 1422 saying friends got me a cameo from Lanny. He uh, and he cut a promo on me and it was savage and funny as heck. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Be funny. Uh, Justine with uh, rest in peace. Uh, he will be missed. Uh, and of course, Veggie re uh, kind of saying what you said, a big part of Mr. Perfect's awesome promo packages back in the day too. Um, lots of, lots of stuff there. Uh, Alonzo Smith says, I'm not too familiar with Lanny uh, Poffo rest in peace. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I'd love to have everyone, by the way, sort of share any of their favorite uh, moments of, of his. And I wanted to start Raj. Uh, we had said off air that we wanted to share some, and I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of his big stuff was before I was really watching like in a fine-tuned way. 92 was about when I really got into it, but I loved going back and watching older stuff. And so I'd see his, and I don't know if there's a moment that necessarily stood out, but I remember as a kid just hating this guy, uh, the genius, because I remember thinking he's such a a nerd. He's such a dork. (laughs) I I want someone to beat him up. And when I was younger, I would have been like, I hated that guy. But now that I'm older, I'm like, he was great. I wanted, I, I was, I hated him. That was his whole, his whole job. So, uh, yeah, great job from him there. And, uh, uh, it's sad that he went, but yeah, definitely one of the people, whenever I watched old tapes or whatever, if I saw him go into a rumble or something, it's like, ah, get that guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> for, for me, three definitely stick out. Like I mentioned him beating Hogan. Cause no one even thought that was a, a possibility. It was mm-hmm. Hogan's going to beat him in three minutes and then set up something with perfect. And, they did that. And then number two would be the backstage angle where they took a hammer and smashed Hogan's championship belt. That was like the first time that had been done on WWF, you know, in their, uh, in their heyday. Um, and, and so that was, that was a huge deal. And then the third, I think would be um, when Macho Man became Macho King and mm-hmm. Lanny Poffo, he did the coronation and read the poem and I was like, oh, my gosh, Lanny Poffo and Macho Man are, are in the same segment. I don't think that's ever happened before on WWF TV and since. Uh, never happened WCW or, or WWF again. If anyone uh, can think of another time, let me know. But I believe that was the only time. I remember I grabbed my dad and I, I brought him down. <laughs> and I, I, I was like pointing the TV. I'm like, eh, eh? <laughs> my dad's like, yeah, he's Macho King now. I'm like, no, he's Lanny Poffo <laughs> and Macho Man on at the same time. And my dad was like, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's which is funny that you say that because 
looking back, or it's interesting today, brothers are always put together. Brothers and right. sisters are always put together on TV. But you're right. For some reason, they were always kept apart in that way. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's a reason. But uh, yeah, that's funny. I'm surprised they didn't do more, especially since clearly Macho Man wanted him around. But uh, yeah, so- I mean, they never acknowledged uh, Macho Man and Elizabeth as real life married couple until... They started having marriage problems and then did a wedding angle. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You're having problems? Wedding angle. And <laughs> uh, Rouse in the house saying, uh, Jack, I remember seeing Lanny at a house show in Phoenix in the late 80s. Uh, that'd be uh, cool to see. And a few more rest in pieces from Forgotten MMA and Jeffrey Sullivan. Um Always, always sad when, when uh, someone passes. Uh, James Pot <laughs> says, I'm the world's smartest man and beefcakes double dumb. <laughs> Gosh, if, if it was 10 years ago, I'd have some of his poems that I could re- recite off the bat. But it's like, you know, old age, it kind of does bad things to your memory. But right. I remember like, Mr. Perfect, Mr. Perfect. Would you do? Ah, so close. I almost have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was uh he was definitely one of the people i just remember uh i would always watch old tapes of the other of the stuff and i'd always again like in all the right reasons looking back as a kid i didn't realize i was just like oh, i hope someone beats him up but uh <laughs> now looking back i'm like god he was so good at making me want to see whoever beat him up you know what i mean like right. he was great yeah, yeah. um because as, as a kid i was like what you wear a a graduation cap you're 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 all about learning i can't deal with that i'm a kid watching wrestling i want to see people who beat people up that's what i want to see he wore the graduation cap but macho man came out to the graduation song that isn't interesting about that (laughs) i haven't actually thought that is a that is interesting (laughs) they're like they both wanted a graduation gimmick and they're like listen we'll We'll split split it (laughs) yeah somewhere there is the uh it's like the movie Twins, but there's like a version of them together where it's both those things and he's just the graduate. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Adam uh, with the rest in peace as well. Uh, and Phil with a happy CM Punks. I can't pronounce the groundhog's name. Uh, Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney Phil Day. Uh, I never knew that was a real thing because I saw Groundhog Day and I thought it was made up. And it wasn't until like years later that I knew it was an actual thing. It so wasn't a punksy tiny Phil. I I didn't realize it was. Uh, I, I always knew it was a thing, but it didn't. It didn't really sink into me how absurd the idea of Groundhog's Day is, and that it's a national thing. Like, <laughs> and like, what it was, it became a whole different thing. Like during the pandemic, like when everyone's like, "Oh, it's like Groundhog Day," and like that movie right. kind of became a whole thing of its own again. I don't know. Right. It's just weird. What a weird tradition. <laughs> like if you explain <laughs> that to someone who doesn't like live in like who doesn't live in America or think about it, they'd be like, so wait, you wait for a groundhog to look at its shadow. <laughs> That's how you tell the weather. <laughs> weird. Uh in any case, uh Rouse with a question that I'll be honest, Raj, I get all the time and uh on the shows I see it all the time. So I'm just gonna throw it to you. Surprise here, but we want news and updates on how Matt Morgan is doing. Any uh, any Matt Morgan news? Um, yeah, I mean he's still killing it in Florida, politician, and uh, 
Yeah, he's doing great. That's what I, I, I kind of knew the answer, but I get asked all the time. <laughs> I was hoping you saying that will make people stop putting that in every single chat uh, <laughs> on every single show. Uh, so good to see. Uh, what's up, Ryan? Good to see you. Um, and uh, oh, Tornado saying, fun fact, Robert Stone did a graduate gimmick years before he was in NXT as Rob Echoes in ECWA. Did he uh, come out with the song, Pomp and Circumstance? I guess it was a uh, is that's a that's a royalty free song, isn't it? I mean, I think can. so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to start coming out to it. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> music. What you going to do about it? Uh, <laughs> so um, did the genius. I don't think the genius had entrance music. Like, I think he just was like in the ring and started doing his poem. I have to double you check. You know, that you might then. be right. Because I don't know what his music would sound like now. Because that would have been perfect, you know, the graduation song. I yeah, mean, I he, they, they wouldn't have done that, obviously, because of Savage. But um. yeah, it sounds, yeah, it would have made so much sense. I never understood why Savage came out to the graduation music in general. <laughs> I don't, I, I was always like, why is he coming out? But, but it fit. He had all this craziness going on, you know, this beautiful <laughs> ballet. Uh, yeah. uh, he looked crazy, but he had this, you know, very nice robe with wild headband and sunglasses and it all fit. It yeah. That's just worked together. <laughs> I guess at that point I was like, look, he asked for tassels. He got him the cowboy hat. He got him the sunglasses. He got him the valet. He got him. I'm not going to say no. Once he asked for the music at this point, just <laughs> let him have whatever he wants. Yeah. It worked with him. Like DDP. I remember back in the day, he would have so much stuff. He'd have like a cigar and chewing gum and, <laughs> So, you know, but it didn't work on him until he toned it down. But with Savage, it worked. Well, when you're getting started, you have to find stuff that people will latch on to. And so I'm sure you're just like, I don't know, maybe it'll be the cigar that people remember me for or whatever. <laughs> but uh, Johnny says, uh, I remember the genius. And um, what years was Lanny in WWE? I started watching in 96. I believe it was like 88 to 92 or 85 to 92 or something like that. Yeah, he came in as Leaping Lanny. I want to say 85. Yeah, 85 to 92. And he then, became uh, the genius in 89. So he's kind of, he was, he came in, got like a little bit of a push at the beginning. He was like, um, like they didn't beat him for a little bit. And then he kind of became a job guy. And then he became the genius, you know, kind of got a push with that. And then he kind of ended up becoming a job guy too. He managed, uh, I think the last guys he managed were the Beverly brothers. Yeah. Um, I think that's where most of my actual memories are is, of, of him was, is if I'm not thinking of just watching old tapes and stuff is uh, um, when he was managing, but uh, mm. tornado say no Raj. It was kind of the graduation song, but a record scratch mix he had a manager, Carlton B. P. Hightower, and his tag partner, Billy Bax. What's it? The Savages theme? Not the original. His Savages old WWF theme was just the was, uh, pomp and circumstance. But they they did cut it out when it starts going. Yeah, they did like cut that out and then restart it over. But it wasn't. Yeah. A, I, I don't think it was a remix. I think Jay Lethal might have had a remix, but. Yeah, he definitely has had remixes of it. Yeah. Uh, Veggie said, I had no idea Macho's theme was a graduation theme. I would have loved to graduate to that. We yeah. watched uh, Fantasia 2000 uh, when that came out. And one of the music pieces is set to Pomp and Circumstance. And all I could think about that whole piece was <laughs> Savage. You know, like, 
It yeah. just uh, took me out of the movie. They shouldn't have done it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Disney. Yeah, it's, it, it is. In my mind, it is Macho's theme more than it is graduation now. It's flipped in my mind. When I was younger, I was yeah. like, why is he walking out to that song? But now I'm like, yeah. It's, it's, why are, yeah, why are these kids walking out to Savage's song? Uh, so um, as as we move on, and feel free, by the way, guys, in the chat to uh, just, if you have any memories or moments with uh, uh, that you remember of him, let us know. We'll, we'll try to, to shout it out here. But I, I want to talk to you about something big that happened this week, Raj. And it was this little show called The Royal Rumble. And it it did pretty well, all things considered. I, everything I've read. Cody has won the Royal Rumble. The bloodline is fractured. Uh, lots of chitter chatter on social media about it, but I haven't heard your opinion on Cody winning the Rumble and going to Mania. Um, I so you know we talked about it last week. Um, you know if the Rock and Stone Cold weren't in, uh, who would beat the right call? And it just depends. Sami Zayn is a part of the hottest storyline that WWE geez, now I'm saying F because of Lanny. And, and uh, big thanks to Ray on Twitter, RJ, I mean, uh, sending to the genius did have a theme and he sent it over. So we'll try to pop it in here uh, in a little bit, but um, Sammy uh, from a storyline perspective, I think was the right choice. Um, just because you know, just from storyline, it's the biggest storyline they had. But at the same time, you also knew that he's not going to be the top guy. Um, so if he won, probably be a temporary thing, kind of similar to Kofi Kingston, and then they they'd move on. Whereas with Cody, as far as anointing the next top guy, and Cody is the closest thing they have to that, and that would be the place to do it. So it's kind of one of those like, which way do you? Is that you? Oh, I don't hear anything. Oh, it's playing on my Twitter. Sorry. One second. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so uh, as far as anointing the next top guy, Cody's the guy. WrestleMania is the place to do it. And they kind of do need someone else at that really top level with Roman. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like the Roman Brock territory. Because you also, yeah, you have Seth and and drew McIntyre and those guys. But as far as the top, top guys, it's really Roman and Brock, uh, uh, Roman and Brock. And I feel like Cody can be at that level. So this would be the event to do it. So it's like really tough, which way you go. WWE made their choice. I can't say it's wrong or right because in, in, in that case, it does make sense to make the next top guy. So, yeah. Yeah. And they I, are going to do Sammy at uh, Elimination Chamber, Sammy versus Ray in my, I mean, uh, Sammy versus Roman in Montreal. So, and that'll be huge. I mean, Sammy's hometown should get a huge reaction. So it'll be a, it'll be a couple of big months for WWE coming up. Yeah. Ask Drew McIntyre how it goes down when you have a Masters <laughs> Roman in your hometown. <laughs> you have Tyson Fury come out and sing along with Sammy after the show. <laughs> right, yeah. Or I guess it's it's Canada. So it'd be like Alanis Morissette will come out and sing something. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky will come out and sing <laughs> with him. Uh, but, you know, I had my ideas of what I thought they should have done. But I swear every time they do something like this is better than I thought it was going to be. So whatever i trust them and there's a lot of people who are worried about like, well it should have been this it's the best it's ever been just let them do their thing quit 
quit nitpicking them. That's what I said. Yeah, it's kind of hard to argue when they're just doing like crazy numbers right now. Uh, the SmackDown last Friday was their biggest uh, in 18 to 49 in like two years since that Christmas 2020 edition that had an NFL game before it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it wouldn't have done that big number. So realistically, it's bigger than even longer than that. He beat the Cena number from last month. I mean, it's just it's just huge. And mm -hmm. uh, they're just uh, raw, uh, raw 30 again, biggest in years. Raw last week was a huge number. So I raw this past Monday. So it's hard to say, like, you guys are not doing it right when all signs are pointing to just the biggest success they've had in a long time. Their merch sales at the Royal Rumble were up like 40, 50 percent from the year before. <laughs> Uh, way be, way above the attendance so um they're just you know they're firing on all cylinders right now so it's it's hard to really question until they don't right and it's it's yeah it's not like they're beating the numbers by a little bit like they're right like <laughs> crushing them uh i do have one question from veggie gamer i think this is actually really important and i need to hear your opinion about this uh veggie gamer asks Raj, enough of all this. What did you think of the Mountain Dew pitch black match? <laughs> I was glad. As far as gimmick matches goes, that was one of the best I've seen. Because <laughs> it was short. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, man. LA Knight. You know, everything I, I feared happened. But hopefully, hopefully they don't continue him and Bray. He moves on to something else. And hopefully he's still featured on TV because he has just done such an outstanding job. Bray. He's so talented, but man, these they get sucked into this magic, eerie stuff, and it just ends up just killing me. So definitely the biggest, uh, the worst thing I've seen on WWE TV in a long time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Yeah, I, I have faith in, uh, in LA night, but... Uh, speaking of this pitch black match, it's a good transition because the Hollywood Reporter is now reporting that WWE senior vice president and head of global sales, Craig Stimmel, is saying that sponsorship revenue is 43% higher for WrestleMania 39 than it Coming was up, yeah. for the entirety of WrestleMania 38, going to the point of things firing all cylinders. Uh, but also says there will be a sponsored post-match press conference and that there will be a surprise similar to what happened with Mountain Dew at WrestleMania, name-dropping Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> uh, so I have two questions, but I'm going to start with the fun one here. Should we expect these matches at all the big shows, and should we just assume that these are Bray Wyatt's thing? 
Oh God. So yeah. So, I mean, this is how big the, the money is going to be for this 14 to 15 million, just in sponsorship money for WrestleMania 39 coming up. And that's a uh, cinnamon toast crunch, Pepsi take two and Mars and Snickers, Mars Snickers are same company. So mm-hmm. um, that's just gigantic. I mean, that's double the Royal rumble gate is how much they're making it with sponsorship money. So it makes sense. <laughs> They're going with this now. Cinnamon Toast, it, and it, they didn't confirm it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch that they're going to do a, a sponsored match for, but they definitely did kind of uh, focus on that more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh gosh, I don't even know what you do. Do you, what was that Orange Cassidy, Chris Jericho, the Orange Bowl the, match, uh, Mimosa match or something? Yeah, it's something so, Mimosa, like Mimosa Mayhem or something. They like so their alliteration do. over there. I, I can't remember if it was like mimosa may or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. So you have a big bowl of Captain Crunch and you got to throw the uh, opponent into it. Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, some oh, someone said, uh, Phil, Phil McCracken said, Otis, that might, that might even not be a bad spot. That uh, would for, actually be funny. Uh, yeah. Quick gimmick, gimmick match, Otis versus somebody. And then Otis starts eating the cereal afterwards. I don't know. But she's, you know, sometimes it's good to have a bathroom break and uh, and they make their money. I will say visually, like I never want to see. Oh, what was that? I wanted to ask you this. What yeah. was worse? The, the lights, <laughs> the pitch black match or the, the zombies eating Miz match? <laughs> I don't know. Uh it's it's hard because I like the pitch black match. Visually, it looked good. I, I think it looked cool. I, I don't want to see it ever again, but I thought visually for one time, cool. The zombies, though, is so absurd and so stupid. It makes me laugh every time I think about it. Uh, as a match, it, the zombies was, I think, worse. That was just silly. But it did result in murder. <laughs> it did result in murder. So that is... Uh... Is it murder if you come back as a zombie, though? You're still kind of there, right? Still kicking Wait, around. Is he a zombie now? And just wears makeup and looks better? That would be long-term storytelling. That is. Someone Triple H decides to bring it back. <laughs> Miz has been moonlighting as a, as a zombie this whole... or He's actually a zombie, but he just has been covering it up. Yeah. Trying to, uh, trying to get brains. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, but I mean, if, if they're going to be quick little, as a match, I think I'm fine with it. If they're going to be quick little five-minute, visually interesting-looking things. What I don't like is if it's going to be like this pitch black one where it's three months of buildup eating up tons of TV time to get to this. But if it's just Otis versus Akira Tozawa and the loser gets dunked in Cinnamon Toast Crunch, it's five minutes, eh, whatever. <laughs> you know, but I don't want I don't want to see LA Knight get thrown into Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, no, please no. <laughs> I don't think you don't know, we don't want Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes in a winner <laughs> in gets dumped in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Could you imagine? <laughs> That's it all it's all been building up to this rush, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> the uh, what's your favorite cereal, by the way? 
Ah, gosh, I haven't eaten. I don't eat cereal, but back in Lucky Charms, probably growing up. Oh, those are good. Yeah, those are good. I'm, uh, you eat all uh, the grain first, so you save all the marshmallows for the end. Yeah, you're, and you always ask yourself, why don't they just make marshmallow cereal? That's all I want. Their parents won't buy them, by the way. <laughs> I was always a. Uh, oh, we got Apple Jacks in the chat. I was always a uh, Cocoa Pebbles guy. Ooh, that those were. Nice. I like Fruity Pebbles too. Both of those. Those are always good. Uh, I, the final question, though, about this uh, sponsorship thing, is this we're talking about these numbers being through the roof. Is this a like, is there a reason for this? I mean, it's easy as a fan to say, oh, the shows are better. But is it because the shows are better? Is it do you have any theories on why suddenly the numbers are so much higher than they used to be? Uh, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I think the shows are better. Um, I think, you know. People give Roman Reigns crap, but he has really clicked as champ and being on the top. Um, the stuff with Sammy really clicked. The bloodline stuff has really clicked. Just all that stuff is just clicking on every level. Um, and and they're trying with stories now. And that's one mm -hmm. thing you got to give with the Triple H era that, you know, in the Vince era, stuff would get dropped all the time and, and not given ch a chance to breathe. And even when stuff's not really good, like the Dexter Loomis Miz storyline, I don't think it had people on the edge of their seats, but at least they tried and then just drop it all of a sudden. They let it play out. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it, but at least, you know, it wasn't just dropped and you're wondering what happened. So um, I just think the TV has been a lot better and the storylines have been a lot more focused and the characters are just, they're really clicking. Yeah. It's, I think as a sponsor, it's easier to want to jump behind something when there's some stability in what is happening on the show, as opposed to, you know, uh, oh, I want to sponsor a show with Kofi Kingston as the champion. Oh, he's not the champion anymore or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, but uh, the real news here, of course, uh, we're getting votes for Apple Jacks, anything chocolate, Reese's cereal, <laughs> Cocoa Puffs, Cap'n Crunch, two for Reese's Puffs here. Um, Those are good. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, so, uh, but I want to move over to AEW for a little bit and chat about the news that they've got going on. They've got a busy year coming up, apparently. Uh, we're being told that the um, they are expected to begin negotiations with Warner Brothers Discovery for their next TV rights deal this year. They're launching the video game, AEW Fight Forever. We got a little note on that. Uh, they're starting to hold live event tours now, so house shows. Uh, and it seems that they are open to a streaming service as the next logical step. Bloomberg is reporting that the promotion is considering launching their own streaming service, according to a source, quote, familiar with management's thinking. The stream, the streaming service would likely be done with the help of Warner Brothers Discovery. No other information was given. So, uh, one, what should they call their streaming service? Uh, what's the name? What would they call it? If, would it be just the network or would it be, you know, Honor Club or whatever? What would be a fun AEW streaming service name? But Raj, a streaming service just feels like the next logical step for AEW. Yeah, I mean, I think what you see where everything is going right now. I, I think ideally what would be best for them is to get a big paying deal on another streaming platform. You know, I, I know HBO Max uh Dis discovery what what is it's going to be just max um once they're once they're merged i believe right i i think so yeah um so i you know i think ideally that would be the first the, the best place for them but 
Um, HBO Max currently does not have live streaming. And I don't see them, this is no offense to AEW, but I don't see them bring it on just for AEW. You know, it's not as big of a brand name for them to change their platform. I, I think it would take some sort of deal with, you know, the NBA or, or something like that, where they're broadca broadcasting uh, live sports. And then you can add on other programming and that's where AEW would fit. As far as their own streaming service, uh, I think it's important to note because a lot of people were taking that as, oh, they're going to be on HBO Max. And that that's not what it's saying. It's It was saying launch their own streaming service. And, um, you know, they have ROH Honor Club. Um, they've added content to that. Now, they did say that at, right after, basically after Wrestle Kingdom, they'd announce plans for the ROH TV show. That hasn't come yet. And I wonder if this has something to do with it, because if you're going to launch your own streaming service for AEW, chances are you'd want ROH on that and not a separate ROH streaming service and a separate AEW streaming service. And if you want this AEW streaming service to really take off, um, you really have to have first run content. And so the ROH TV show would provide it. Um, but as far as getting a big TV deal somewhere, you, you really have to, a, a big streaming deal somewhere. You really have to have live streaming on a big scale. And that's why you're seeing, you know, these sports getting these, these big deals, you know, Amazon with, it's not NFL archives. They're doing Thursday night football. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I think for them to get a, get a big deal, they'd have to, move their pay-per-views and possibly increase the number because four pay-per-views a year is probably not going to get, get you that big of a deal as opposed to if you're doing eight or 10 or 12. Yeah. It's yeah. You definitely need new stuff because I even look at, I look at WWE network and while I like to go back and look at old like shows sometimes I would never sign up for it just for that. It's just, right. cause it, it's just nice to have uh, though, depending on the cost of a AEW streaming service, if I didn't have, it, it, yeah, if it offset the cost of buying the pay-per-views, that would make sense. But then, I mean, that'd be less than like $10 a month uh, that they could charge. Otherwise, I'm losing money on the deal. Um, yeah. Is it is it possible? Does HBO have anything that they would stream live? Like, do they have a deal with NBA or anything like that? Like, and I guess I ask because I know Peacock had some issues when they first started live streaming wwe is it possible that maybe hbo would say let's sort of test things with aew work out the kinks and then get the bigger fish uh, as far as i know hbo i mean apple tv does have plans for live streaming with God, i want to say soccer um you know obviously amazon has it now netflix uh doesn't uh, but they are going to do a i want to say chris rock a chris rock live comedy special is the first and uh, that's coming soon. So there are, they are adding live streaming to the platform, but I haven't heard anything with a HBO Max. Um, yeah, as far as on the streaming service, so no. Well, and maybe I would imagine they would just do a show, do one on their own. I don't think they'll go onto a, a streaming service to start. Um, I would imagine it's on their own, but even then, yeah, you would need if you did Ring of Honor and pay-per-views i guess that would offset the cost i don't know the interesting um, yeah because it's expensive i mean granted wwe they had tons and tons of uh, archives that they put on there but um it, it's still it's not a cheap thing so 
Um, if you want to get people to subscribe, you got to have more than old episodes of Dark and, and Rampage and Dynamite. You know, you got to you got to have more first run content because there's so many streaming services out there now. And when people are picking and choosing, just having archive, you know, archive programming that most of it you could probably find on YouTube, um, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's. Yeah, especially a lot of the archive footage they have is available uh, elsewhere too, like the the Ring of Honor stuff. And I think Ring of Honor had all their episodes on YouTube at one point. I can't remember, but mm -hmm. uh, Elizabeth Ray uh, Rab bringing up that HBO had a deal for boxing back in the day. And yes, I'm not, we're not talking about HBO, the channel. We're talking about the streaming service with HBO Max. Two different animals: the streaming versus the broadcast. Um, but I would love for them to get a network just because I don't like paying for their pay-per-views every couple months. Um, we got a, uh, a couple super chats here. Jimmy fingers, 19 asking, will Mark Briscoe become a singles competitor in AEW now? And if so, could you see him becoming a top guy in six months? Also, did anyone see his eulogy to Jay? Uh, I did not see the eulogy and I do not know his status as far as AEW goes. Uh, Raj, do you have any insight? Yeah, he's with AEW now. Um, the eulogy was great. Mark Briscoe, you know, I think one thing is um, uh, him and his family, they truly believe that um, that they are going to see him again in heaven. Mm -hmm. And and they don't. And because of that, they, they've really held it together. Well, I thought Mark on Dynamite and and at the, the funeral really held it held it together. So, you know, really tragic you know sad stuff but they're 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 confident they'll see him again yeah and um it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they use him i mean obviously right now he's a, clearly a talented wrestler obviously there's clearly a lot of buzz around him i mean obviously not for the reasons he would like there to be i'm sure but um there's a lot of buzz around him he's talented seems like you could do something with him but i almost wonder if if they are doing something with ring of honor if the plan is to keep him for ring of honor instead of on AW, but I don't know. It's, right. It's tough. AW's got no shortage of people, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, we also got another one from Jimmy Fingers 19 asking the question Does LA Knight hopefully move on from Bray now? If so, who makes sense for Bray next? Uh, Cross, Edge, Priest, Judgment Day, is Uncle Howdy dead? That's a lot of things. I certainly hope he is done with LA Knight. And I don't. The, the the frustration I have with uh, Bray Wyatt is I don't know what he does next because I don't really know what he's doing to begin with. So I mean the the, the rumor was him against Uncle Howdy at rest at WrestleMania. Okay. I mean Bray versus Uncle Howdy. Did I say Uncle yeah. Howdy versus Uncle Howdy? Sorry, I was reading oh, something. <laughs> I uh, I I got what you meant. I mean, I don't I don't know who Uncle Howdy is, so I don't know if I should be excited about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean it's Bo Dallas, but. Um, but I mean, even as a character, like I don't get, right. You know, it, I feel like you might as well say, yeah. And then LA Knight can move on to mystery person four. like, okay, I don't know. I don't know who that is. So yeah, whatever. I'd like to see LA Knight with someone like a, like an AJ styles who who's injured right now. I know that can't happen yet, but, um, you know, someone like that, that, you know, he can, you know, work with someone that's really great in the ring and, uh, and have you know and have some good matches with so someone he uh, I, I oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say i want to see someone he's gonna get to beat but also who can cut some good promos back and forth with him so that they can like right. 
have some of those magic uh, in-ring moments, you know? Yeah, I, I do need a quick correction. A, a, MG Geek saying HBO Max is the streaming home of U.S. women's soccer. That is true. That does start this year. So they, they do have live streaming capabilities. So, yes, I completely forgot about that. So thank you. Um, so, yeah, so we'll have to see how it goes. Hopefully it's it's good news, though. I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of uh, wrestling companies doing good. It's that's yeah. good for everybody. It um, is. Yeah. And testosterone saying the Miz versus LA Knight. I would love to see that. Uh, that would definitely be, I think, Miz, uh, LA Knight becoming a, a good guy instead of a bad guy. But I think everyone likes him anyway. So I guess it would work. <laughs> I think him as, as a heel is ideal right now. It is, but he's definitely one of those heels we all like. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, this guy's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone mentioned Edge. That would be pretty cool. That'd be you know, cool. He he looks like he's gonna be tied up with Judgment Day for a minute, though. I, I can't wait for that to be over. That's 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 kind of run its course. Him and him versus Finn will be awesome, but it, I really feel like that's run its course. That'll be awesome. Their Mania match. Or is it? Are they gonna do Mania? I wonder if they're just gonna blow it off at Elimination Chamber. Didn't he say he's retiring in Canada this year? I don't think he meant th- this pay per view, but. Oh, he, he did say this year. Uh, well, I'm sure their entrances at Mania will be awesome. But yeah, if, if, even when he came back, it was like, oh, yeah, this is a loose end, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, OK, <laughs> I guess. Guess we got to tie tie up this. loose end. I feel like Judgment Day is so different than it was when he was in it. It almost feels irrelevant now. It's like, oh, yeah, you were a part of this. It's it's like now when uh, Cody and Finn are like, Oh yeah, I'm the leader of Bullet Club. Like, are we really talking about that still? All right, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. But something uh, that uh, as we move to our last news item of the day, we're going to bring it down a little bit. The saga of lawsuits filed against Vincent Man continues. Uh, this time with yet another shareholder filing a complaint on January 26th. The investor Dennis Palkin is seeking more information regarding the quote horrifying allegations that have been made about McMahon and to remove and bar him from serving on the WWE's board of directors. According to Bloomberg Law, files have been requested as well as statements that McMahon tried to stage a coup when he came back. Um, lots uh, l- lots more there, which you can find at WrestlingInc.com. But Raj, uh, the, the big question here is, is this a real story or is this just kind of boardroom politicking? I mean, these investor lawsuits, there were a couple, you know, there were, there was a class action lawsuit over, you know, everything that happened in Saudi Arabia and that got settled out of court for tens of millions of dollars. So as far as it on, on camera, are we going to see anything or are we going to see, are we going to see Vince step down? I really doubt it. Um, But you know, it's it's something worth keeping your eye on and seeing if more people join in lawsuits like this, if it becomes a class action lawsuit. But by the time it gets anywhere, there's a good chance the company might already be sold. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. That's I'm not what... a legal expert. So I can. I, but from what I've seen in the past, it it hasn't really changed too much. That's why I was kind of wondering, is this a real story? here because it does feel like by the time something works out vince won't be <laughs> there anymore anyhow but i don't know um we'll have to see how it goes I, obviously not probably not vince's favorite news to have another one of these 
issues come up, but just another another example of how uh, Succession season four isn't getting here fast <laughs> enough. No the, kidding. The, the world doesn't stop for anybody. Coming out soon, Succession four. It is. I saw the trailer. Did you see the trailer yet? I did. Yes. You're you're definitely a Succession guy, right? Love it. I love yeah. it. I'm super. I'm super pumped. Uh, yeah. It, the it'll be the. <laughs> The, the kids versus Logan. I'm kind of rooting for Logan as the show goes on. <laughs> it's such a cool name too, Logan Roy. Oh yeah, he's just—I don't know—he's such a—he's uh, unstoppable. He's I always like, want to eat. Ma- I always crave McDonald's when he's talking. Oh. <laughs> McDonald. Well, maybe Succession needs a sponsored episode where you know he's the voice, right? The but up 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 up. He's that guy. Logan Roy is. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah that's know his that. voice on those commercials. It's like when I found out, um, what's his name? One of the guys from WCW is the voice of Tony the Tiger. Um, oh yeah, uh, um, Marshall. Um, Marshall uh, Lee Marshall. Yeah, when I found out he was the same guy, I was like, oh my gosh! And then I can't, un- I couldn't unhear it. <laughs> uh, uh, but um, yeah, another big story. I'm sure we'll either find out a lot more about this this story or it'll be settled outside and we'll never hear about it ever again. And Dennis Palkin will probably walk away with a couple extra bucks in his pocket. Um, Uh, Real quick. I I wanted to mention, did we mention fight forever is not coming out till later this year? Oh, that uh, we did. uh, We did not. Uh, So yeah, it's coming out later this year. Uh, You had actually mentioned that there was a typo that said it was later this month. Yeah. And that Bloomberg article that we mentioned earlier, uh, it said AEW fight forever coming out later this month. And they fixed it. it. It's later this year. Obviously, later this month would be ridiculous because you want to have a big marketing campaign behind it. So um, later this year, and we'll see if that happens. I don't know. <laughs> it's this this thing seems like uh, it's been long in the tooth. Yeah, I because I know is uh, 2K, WWE's games coming out later this month, I believe, or maybe not this month, but sometime no, soon, no. usually around. It's close October, to October, right? Is it October? Am I thinking October? Yeah, I think. Well, actually, I don't know about this one, but usually, yeah, this one's March. You're right, and then, but usually it's uh, usually it's announced like isn't it usually October? I'm not a gamer, so but I always thought I, it was usually announced after Mania, and then they release it in October. I thought uh, usually it's like announced it's coming out in October, and then it usually comes out around WrestleMania. At least the past few have, um, yeah. and then. Um, I think they're probably confusing those two, but from what I know about video games, from what I feel like from the lack of what we heard from AEW, I feel like we probably won't get it this year. I could be wrong. I just, it feels like we would have heard more about fight forever than we have. If, if, uh, it was going to come out this year. Yeah. And, and yeah, 2k 23 March. Uh, but yeah, previous years, it used to be, they launched a cover in the summer and then it'd be October. <clears throat> those covers uh, by the way look great lately i don't know, like the yeah, Zero awesome. one and the cena one um i feel like they're always the same game but they look cool <laughs> yeah. um mark is asking us to talk about aew ratings and i'll just mention it real quick i didn't think there was much here they're down from last week uh they did 901,000 viewers on on wednesday down 10 percent viewers that 0.31 18 to 49 rating down three percent number two for the night on cable and year over year is down 6% total viewers and 18 to 49 was down 11%. Um, 
those numbers are kind of in the range of what it's been doing. They did, you know, last week was kind of a special episode. They did over a million viewers for that. But outside of that, this is kind of the range they've been at, kind of that 900,000 range. In the yeah. 0.3 to 0.33, uh, 1849 demo. Yeah, they've been sitting there, sitting there mm-hmm. comfortably in that 900,000 range. Um, hopefully they go up. I don't know if, I don't know how they view it on their end, but um, high numbers are better, but I don't know if they, I don't know if they care as much. I mean, they care, but like, I don't know if they're like, Oh dearie me. Like we're, we got to bump ratings anymore. I mean, I think they're looking at new revenue streams. Whenever the game comes out, will be one house shows that they announced. It looks like they're going to be doing those in smaller markets that they don't take the TVs to. So, you know, that could be, a good, you don't have to have the big sets or anything for those. So, you know, hopefully those will be profitable and yeah, just finding other ways to raise revenue. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, nothing but, nothing but love for AW. Hopefully they, I, I like, I like when everyone's, I hope Impact's successful. I hope they get, make a bunch of money. I hope MLW makes a bunch of money. I hope everyone makes a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah. The better, better AEW does, the better it is for WWE and vice versa and, and all the wrestling companies. So yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's the news for us today, Raj. I think we got it all. I think so. Yeah. Covered quite a bit. Always, always fun to chat with you. By the way, if you guys are listening to this or watching this again, make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, five-star reviews. Again, we've got new bosses and we need to prove that we're good at our jobs. So do that favor for us. Just hit the like button. And even when the show's done, just hop on over to the comment section and say, great show, fellas. And then three exclamation points, uh, you know, that kind it of does, stuff. it does mean a lot to us. So definitely if you take a second out whenever you can, and please, uh, yeah, like subscribe, leave a, leave a comment or, uh, leave a review. Um, and then Raj, by the way, where can the world find you? If they want to chat with you more online, hit you up on social media or anything like that. Uh, to, on Twitter at, at the Raj Gary and you know me and Jack our financial videos are up there at, at practical money youtube.com mm-hmm. slash at at sign practical money and yeah keep checking us out new practical money one of these days we'll have a new one out it's just been so busy but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been uh been been a kind of crazy time but we will have more at practical money lots of fun it's fun chat with you about the people talk about the business side of wrestling this is just the financial side of life so check out at practical money uh you can follow me at real jack farmer across all social media make sure to uh check out all the wrestling inc stuff though follow at wrestling inc check out the after raw show the after nxt show after dynamite show the after smackdown and after rampage show uh by the way i'm seeing it in the in the chat here everyone wants you to come back to the after shows too raj you're missed when there's a spot open i'll stop in for sure no, you're the new <laughs> you're the new matt morgan everyone's wondering where you've gone <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be popping in here and there so uh i think that does it for us again thank you to mark veggie gamer tornado anthony y m rouse legit heat wrestling show michael uh justine good to see you uh rob mcneely mike uh and, and darla and everyone else i know there's a few other ones d will darius uh, uh nicholas thank you guys so much for joining us uh and uh, we will see you guys next week for the news and no show same time same place Raj. absolutely take care
Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything from t-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets. And of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days, like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection or the rich and polished premium slub crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use Staple 20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20.